Lucky Land slots, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back to Rabbit and Red Radio. This is part three of our Death Wish special. It's Wednesday. End, end, end. Bronson, just to start off, I love this, because he, he was paid $1.5 million again, and the budget on the film was $10 million. I think that's a high budget for one of these films, but... Uh... <laughs> well, we'll get into that one. Okay, so... Yeah, we're staying focused right on this. We're back with Dash Wish 3. Um, Dash Wish. <laughs> sorry, it's early. Uh, we're back with Death Wish 3. Yes. Um, so, yeah. Uh, this is now owned by Canon Pictures. Uh, well, how much later is this Pictures one? with the second film. This is three years after Death Wish 2. Okay, so, yeah, it's been a little bit of time. We're now in the mid-80s. So, yeah, people, I hope you're fucking ready for this, because here comes the trailer. The good trailer. Here we go. New York, a city pushed to the edge. People pushed to the limit, and no one's got the guts to stop them. It's collection time, Charlie. Three murders, four rapes, nine acts of random violence. This isn't a neighborhood, it's a war. But there is one way, one man who won't be pushed. Charles Bronson. What's the problem? Now you're going to die. It'll be just like before, Mr. Vigilante, with one important difference. You're going to work for me. 
People have got to start to fight back and hard. I sent them a message. That's him. I'll take care of him. Now, he's in the middle of a war. See what you've done? You got me mad. In a world gone mad, there is only one law. His, Charles Bronson, Death Wish 3. Bronson's back in New York. Bringing justice to the streets. Charles Bronson, Death Wish 3. You know, you're an asshole. You're laughing. <laughs> Why do you laugh at these trailers? You laughed at the trailer for two. Now you're laughing at the trailer oh for three. Oh, my God. I don't get it. Ooh, okay, I got to compose myself. Okay. <laughs> okay, so. <laughs> you're fucking mean. All right. You know, so, you know, just, hold just on to. Wait, wait, wait. Bronson is 64 years old here, and you're being <laughs> mean to him. Okay, so just, just to keep things going. Oh God! Here we go. I, I I want to talk about production first. All right, so <laughs> the production of this one is a little bit of a mystery. Uh, it's Charles Paul Bronson Christ, did not want to return to this. It's Paul Kersey Christ, and from all reports, did not like the script at all. However, he did agree to come back, um, and of course, the script was changed. <laughs> because it's death wish and michael winners here <laughs> um and and it was actually once once the film was actually done mm-hmm. and the screen the yeah. writer seen it <laughs> and demanded his name be changed because it was no representation whatsoever what he wrote apparently the original concept was kind of like a uh uh a rambo in New York. All right, so so I could see Bronson so, as Rambo wearing the fucking so, so, ammo. Oh my god, yes. So the fucking concept bandana. for this was elderly Paul Kersey in New okay. York as Rambo. He's sixty four. He's not elderly. Uh, that to me is elderly. It's not. Okay. So all right, let's let's, let's fucking jack off. Let's let's dive into this because whew, this one's oh my god. <laughs> this film alright the setup for this is absolutely fucking horrible oh, Paul God. returns to New York to visit a war buddy mm-hmm. okay yeah and he just so happens to be killed by a gang the exact same day mm-hmm. and Paul just so happens to stumble in just as the guy's dying and then because he pulls his gun out mm-hmm. and he's ready to go because yeah. he's Charles Bronson that was great the police just so happened to show up and arrest him for the murder. <laughs> this isn't convenient at all. By the way, this all takes place within what, Mike? The first two minutes. Yeah, they uh, they really, you know, were ramping it up for this one, which I enjoy, you know, because it's 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 quick to the point and it gets us right into the action. So, okay, so police the police arrest him, and they are made to be utterly inept, brutal. 
and completely uncaring because this guy's murdered. They take the first guy, obviously he did it, and then they're just beating the shit out of Paul, the 64-year-old man in a business suit, just beating the shit out of him to get him to confess. And then the captain shows up, recognizes Paul, all right, kicks the other guys out, <laughs> tells him his constitutional rights don't fucking matter. Well, they they have a fight. He yeah. threatens to kill him and then locks him up because I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they knew either. Oh, All my right. God. All right. So the old white guy in the holding cell is, of course, assaulted. But somehow Paul is now Arnold Schwarzenegger strong and just drives this guy's head through the fucking prison bars. <laughs> And all right, here, here's here's something serious. Um, uh, Charles's age is definitely more uh, noticeable in this one. Uh, his facelift isn't holding up as well. His, his age is showing, and you can you can tell right away in these fight scenes. He he can't really do the fight scenes the way he did, but he's still trying. I guess that's worth something. Uh, right. <laughs> there's a gang leader in the holding cell of Paul. Um, Paul again gets assaulted. This guy threatens to kill an old lady because Paul stood up to him, I, I guess. And, uh, you know, I could kind of go with this if it's just Paul and this psychopath gang leader, gang guy going back and forth, kind of like a, a chess match in New York. I could go with that. You know, like Paul trying to track this guy down and this guy's just killing people, taunting Paul. We're not getting at anything that intelligent, people. I'm sorry, but I disagree. I, was, I feel we I, are. I think you're. I I had hopes. I had hopes. <laughs> I've never uh, heard you laugh so hard. Um, the police about captain. <laughs> the police captain wants Paul to now work for him, or he's going to kill him. <laughs> <laughs> don't uh, don't don't give Vince fuel. That's what you're doing now. You're giving him fuel. This, Okay, so the captain just wants him to work for him because his police are so shitty. You know, he knows who he is. Go here, kill these people, or I'm going to kill you. Makes no fucking sense. Comes out of no fucking where, but okay. At least this kind of establishes two things here. A, this guy and Paul is going to have a relationship, so the police aren't going to be a factor like they were in the other two films. Okay. It also establishes that since the last film... Paul's been carrying on his vigilante killings across the country. Mm-hmm. Okay. I like that. We we kind of get some things understood. We get shit set up, and then uh, Paul goes to this uh, this back lot. I, or I'm I'm sorry, the slums here, not a back lot. It's not a back lot in London at all. The the slums where we only see one block conveniently, and he goes to his apartment building that his friend died in, and conveniently, it's full of nice, honest, old people and, like, one Hispanic couple that's still nice and honest. There's no bad people in this apartment building at all. Okay. In the slums. Mm-hmm. In New York. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And, of course, Paul being Paul, he begins to kill <laughs> gang members, and he, he again goes back to something we saw in the first one. He, he's starting to use... You know some uh, some some traps. You know he goes out and he buys this nice used car, 
And as soon as guys break into it, he just shoots them and goes back to having dinner. I I thought that was brilliant. You know, that's a great way to throw them off the the trail. Uh, It's a good setup, all right? You set that as a trap and you go out and kill them. Okay, but the you don't, when writing the script, you don't have them having a, a dinner with Jewish couple. Hear this, go out, murder the two men, and then go back to dinner like nothing happened. That was The people great. hearing the gunshots don't even question it. They're just like, there's gunshots. Don't worry about it. Okay, <laughs> damn, this is good food. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right, all right. Okay, so. All right. Paul and the gang keep going back and forth. Mm -hmm. They're breaking into everyone's apartments, and now suddenly Paul knows how to do survivalist shit and set up booby traps. That was not established, not established at all. You don't need to establish it because you should figure, you know, based on his level of intelligence and ingenuity, that he'd be able to do that. Oh yes, most definitely. Yeah. All right. Here's here's my favorite part. (laughs) He goes out for ice cream. Shoots an unarmed man in the back in front of everyone. There's people everywhere. Just shoots him to death. Yep. Right in the fucking back with his giant elephant gun that just came in. Which, yep. by the way, is Charles Bronson's real gun. Like, it, this is his personal gun. And he's just like, ah, I'm going to bring this in. Yeah. Shoots this guy. Murders him. Mm-hmm. Unarmed. Yep. In front of people. Yep. And the average people cheer him. Yeah. They cheer him for as murdering they, an they, unarmed man. Okay, and can I can I can I tell you what this signifies? This signifies <laughs> that this, this if you would stop laughing for a second, I can tell you. This this signifies that he is the Christ child, and he is Paul Kersey Christ, and he is taking over the position of God his father. And deciding who that's, lives that, and dies. As, as silly as that is, Mike, that's pretty much what this film's saying. Because th- he's murdering people. People are witnessing it everywhere. And it's not like before where a guy's getting the shit kicked out of him, part one. Mm-hmm. Probably going to die and saves him and the guy doesn't say anything. Or right. part two where he stops a rape and the couple refuses to talk. That's right. completely understandable. Somebody comes up and murders a person trying to rape my wife. I ain't going to say shit either. I didn't see him. Nope, no idea. Exactly. He's a black guy with a big red beard, I think. I don't know. Right. But in this one, hey, that guy just got mugged. Holy shit, he just fucking killed him for no fucking reason. Holy wait, shit. Wait, wait, wait. Did you just say something? He's a black guy with a big red beard? That's a callback from part two, Mike. Okay. Well, I was going to say I didn't realize that a black guy could have a big red beard, but okay. Uh, It was it was stayed in part two. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Part two was yesterday. I don't remember. Yesterday. Yeah, I know. We're watching a lot of these, and shit's blending together, and oof. <laughs> but it's all blending together as, as a brilliant work, a brilliant okay. body of films. No, wait, 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 wait. It gets better, Mike. Okay. <laughs> so his twenty-something public defender tracks Paul down to this slum. Yeah, I didn't like the wants, public defender at all. Once. To take him out on a date and cook him dinner because <laughs> what the fuck is this? Like he 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 met her once because she was trying to get him to press charges against the police yeah. because they now, brutalized him yeah. and imprisoned him. Okay. okay, that makes sense. Okay, and now out of nowhere, yeah. she tracks him down. It's like I want to cook you chicken because it's the only thing I know how to cook. 
book. Yeah, but it's you like, know what? This though? guy's old enough to be your fucking father. Yeah, but here you go. You <laughs> want to talk about like a, an evolution of a relationship like quickly? That was a good montage. <laughs> no, that's horrible fucking that writing. Was is what a that good is. montage because it's like she's attracted to him. Montage and... is not even a montage. Yes, it is. They, they go to eat dinner, yeah. quick cut, they've eaten the chicken, yeah. and then they have a conversation. Yeah, but you and, don't understand. It was a quick that cut. Yeah, too. but you don't understand. It was a quick cut because so much has happened between, you know, eating the oh, chicken. You're saying this and has been a chi- couple weeks. And oh, it's yeah. A, it's like several, <laughs> it's several chicken dinners. They've had several. They haven't had shit. They haven't, they haven't had just the one. They've had several. <laughs> Get the fuck out of it's, here. Okay. It's like a daily chicken dinner for, like, the past few weeks. No, no, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> so not only does this make no fucking sense, and the only thing she can cook is chicken, and Paul loves her chicken, which, you know, he's fucking 64, and she's probably 20, 24, maybe. Yeah, of course he loves you, fucking well, that's, chicken. That's good for, he wants that fucking chicken. <laughs> uh, okay. It's all pink so on the inside, right? Here's the thing, man. She's this bleeding heart public defender mm-hmm. that obviously hated the police in that first establishing scene of her. Yeah. And now, now she's having a conversation with Paul about how she hates yeah. everyone she represents and wishes the people would just stand up and fight back. What the fuck? I, I think what this is, is the script needed a romantic person and Winter was just like, I'm not paying two actresses because I need more stunts. <laughs> Make them the same fucking person. Streamline it. Cut, cut, cut this shit out. <laughs> yeah, well, that's what they did. They stay streamlined without a doubt. <laughs> that's that's beyond streamlined. It doesn't even make sense anymore. <laughs> I, seriously, is this chick on fucking drugs? She just shows up and wants to fuck her father. That's all this is. Dude, like well, she doesn't want to do. She that? has to have no social life whatsoever. Whatsoever. It's just like now. I saw this guy once. I haven't got laid in nine years. I bet he'll fuck me. Seriously, what the fuck is going on here? Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> so we're moving past that because that makes no this. sense. You're having a little too much fun with this, I think. Okay, the gang leader then starts to call people. And he's harassing them. He's giving his people drugs. They want to kill Paul, and Paul throws a dummy off a roof. There, there's a couple How do you dummies. Know it was a dummy. They, they. I mean, you don't have to call people that. They might. Not no, I'm smart. not calling people that. I'm, I'm calling clearly the stiff dummy that lands and is all crooked, and then we cut to the victim laying in a completely different way because yeah, there's a real well, actor, not this mannequin thrown yeah, from no a roof. Shit. No shit that they have to. You ha- you have to cut costs somewhere, so you have to throw fucking fake, you know. You you know where you cut costs, Michael? Where? You don't have thirty fucking explosions in your film, dude. There's eighty three. The body count for this movie is eighty three fucking deaths. You need <laughs> explosions. When they gave him that fucking grenade launcher, and he fucking was like, ba boom. No, no, we'll get to that, Mike. Bitch. We'll get to that. All right. So, as it turns out, Paul's old friend brought not one but two machine guns home from the war because you know that's something you can do <laughs> that's Arbig- that would that's arbogast the friend is i believe you know arbogast from psycho arbogast 
I don't care, Mike. He brought guns, machine guns, Arbogast. machine guns home from the war. And I would have said, um, Arbogast, <laughs> I thought Norman Bates killed you uh, 25 years ago. Okay, okay. And he would so... have said, Arbogast? What are you talking about, Arbogast? My name is... Yeah, shut up. No one cares. <laughs> so, so, Paul keeps killing the gang members. So the gang members trail Paul. Mm-hmm. Knock out his girlfriend, oh God, put the car in neutral, and let it coast. Let it coast down the hill. It crashes into another car, and they both explode in this giant flame. <laughs> okay, well, well, here's what you don't. Here's what you don't. Here's what you don't know. Do you know why that explosion happened? I'll tell you exactly why it happened. Because, because Paul had a no, bunch of explosives in his trunk. What, yeah, what you didn't see was the car that the chick was in was wired to fucking blow. Because what was going to happen was Paul was going to he was going to do like a suicide killing. And Death Wish 3 was intended to be the final Death Wish film. So Paul was going to do like a suicide killing and he had his car wired to blow and he was going to drive it into a fucking tenement full of yeah. like anyway, know, undesirable so this, people. Hold this on. Car... Undesirable people. And then that was going to blow the Undesirable fuck people, Mike. Yeah, undesirable no, you, people. That's probably the blacks and the Jews and you fucking racist. Exactly. Undesirable people. So. <laughs> Alright, so anyway, this car coasts down a hill, probably getting up to maybe 20. Yeah. This wreck is fucking horrible and then both cars explode because, you know, that's what happened when cars hit each other. Yeah, when one's fucking <laughs> wired to the hilt with fucking explosives and C4, okay. yeah. Okay, so so the old man, Arbogast, grabs the one machine gun because he's had enough and he's going to shoot these goddamn gang members. Except the gun doesn't work. They beat the living shit out of him. Yeah. And then he goes to the hospital across the street. Because <laughs> there's a fucking hospital right across the street. That makes sense. <laughs> that happens in the slums. Yeah, well, you need a hospital across the street in the slums. They're called the slums for a reason. You know what I'm saying? Okay, so the police show up and they take Paul into protective custody, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and he then he's, he's the Christ. He's child. allowed to visit Arbogast because he'll only talk to him. Mm-hmm. And of course, Paul escapes because you know it's right across the street from the slums. <laughs> Just goes conveniently down the fire escape and to it. <laughs> You're way too much wait, fun wait, with no, this. No, horrible. Mike, Mike, it gets better. It gets better. So the gang leader picks up the phone and he calls another gang and just recruits people because, you know, gangs work like that. I can just call up. If I'm a blood, I can just call up the Crips. Yo, Crips, man. <laughs> I need about 50 guys. Just send them to me. Yeah, no problem. No, yeah, I'll pay for them. That is not how fucking gangs work. And they even showed in this how gangs work. A guy was out of his territory and they beat him to death. But yet he calls up a rival gang. I need more guys. And guess what? The Hell's Angels just come rolling into town. <laughs> with with grenades just throwing them into buildings. Oh. Blowing them up. Burning buildings down multiple times. Because we see the same building go down a couple times. <laughs> they, had to, they had to stay. Hey, they had to save money in the budget somewhere. Not, not everything needs to blow up, Michael. Not every. Oh my God! There's so many explosions in this. Yeah, you said that before, and I'm saying that it's a Death Wish movie, so you're amping it up. This is okay. Death Wish three. You have to amp it up from the first two. 
Okay, so Paul goes to war with all these gang members. <laughs> and then the old people <laughs> from the tenement start joining in, randomly just murdering people, because, you know, that's what elderly people do. <laughs> And then, and then, because there's this huge war going on, the police show up. And the police join the old people. And, and the whole time, the whole time, sixty-four year old Charles Bronson's running around, mowing people down with a machine gun. Yep, that was the best. And then he runs around That's... with his elephant gun, shooting people. And we establish he has a bulletproof vest on. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's where the Rambo thing comes in. All he needed was a bandana and the ammunition around his chest. Okay. So then the captain that's threatened to kill him a couple times yep. joins up with him and they run side by side down the street shooting game first. Oh. <laughs> oh god. This is Oh my god, it's like a retarded three year old wrote this. <laughs> were you wait, so when you were at the when you were watching this at home were you laughing this hard when you were watching it? Okay, no, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> so they run down the street shooting guys side by side. I get to Paul's apartment, and lo and behold, the gang leader shows up. Paul shoots him. <laughs> the police captain shoots him. He goes down, and then, you know, Paul's getting something. We don't know what. Mm-hmm. Probably the grenade launcher that's been established. Yeah. Anyway. The gang leader stands up. I have a bulletproof vest too, and he's got the drop on both of them, or does he? Because Charles Bronson's there, and he turns around with a grenade launcher, seriously across the room, probably eight feet, shoots him with the grenade launcher in the same room, blows out half the wall, huge explosion. Oh my god! Yes, <laughs> and we see this flaming mass of something mm-hmm. amongst the elderly and gang members. They all stop and look at it. And then the gang members just drop their weapons, turn around, and walk away because of an explosion, even though they've been blowing up every building in town. And that's the end of it because the police captain just lets Paul walk away after this. Well, I mean, he saved New York again. So if you're going to let somebody walk away, they saved the city. He most definitely saved that back lot, man. Mm hmm. <laughs> He did. He's Paul Kersey Christ, bitch. Oh, my God. Oh, so this was actually filmed on some secluded filming location in London. Mm-hmm. And that's why in the beginning when you get the establishing shots of New York, it looks like stock footage. Because it is stock footage. <laughs> and that's why we don't leave this little section, this little block. Yeah. Because that's all they got. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but oh, it, it, it oh, keeps no. it to no, no, one no, no, location, no. so it makes it better. No, 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 no. I, I missed, I missed a, a great part. Okay, okay. <laughs> so this is Death Wish three. Yes, there were supposed to be three rapes in this one, Michael. <laughs> 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 so, so when when Paul was initially locked up, there was supposed to be man on man rape. Really? In, in the holding cell. That would have been different. Mister Winter nicks that. We can't have that. Yeah. However. The Spanish chick, she can get raped, and that was filmed. Yes. He filmed it all really graphically, and she got her arm broke and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, and Bronson did not like that. He got very angry. 
Oh my! He, he got very angry. He was on the phone. She only broke an arm. No. Okay. We'll be. <laughs> no. Okay. No, 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 no. No. That's the. This is the best part. She only broke an arm. And they go down, and they have this doctor standing there. She's expired. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Gets better. She only had a broken arm. Okay. <laughs> she had a broken arm. And it broke some blood vessels, and <laughs> and a clot was knocked free yeah. and killed her okay you can't break a a a broken bone yeah can happen you cannot break blood vessels (laughs) yes you can dude okay bones are sharp bitch and then a clot just magically she had a clot in her arm that was just there exactly came through it happens yep it happens (laughs) it happens no no and and i'm not saying that i'm not saying that bronson is paul i think that was a fucking script supervisor it's just like she expired oh my get the fuck out of here and and i'm not saying and i'm not saying that paul kersey character was angry at the whole rape thing i'm saying that bronson himself was like angry with michael winner because he had heard that he went off when Bronson wasn't on set and got all these like graphic and gory scenes and he shot them, you know, without Bronson's knowledge. So, right. Okay. And And then Bronson found out about that. He was not happy at all that that went down. And then on top of that, there, there's the, actually the, the black rape victim. Yes. Was let's dive into this right now. And why I called Mr. Winter a piece of shit earlier was actually Mr. Winter's girlfriend at the time. Okay. Oh, he's and, in the Jungle Fever too. Awesome. And shortly after this came out, yes, she had pressed charges against him or went to the press or something. I can't remember exactly, but the whole thing was mm-hmm. he enjoyed it with a lot of force, right? And would whip her, and so basically, rape was his thing. That's how he got off. So and he had he rape. Just fantasies. put it on film a yeah, lot. He had rape fantasies. Apparently, and he loved filming them. Fucking so I guess that's bastard. okay. So I guess that's why, you know, in the first one, you know, he. I'm surprised. You know, maybe he actually wanted to tag somebody's asshole, and that's why. I, I'm he surprised did that. it wasn't more graphic. I'm surprised he showed restraint, or maybe it was just cut down. I don't know. Anyway, I th- I bet you it was cut down. I really bet you it was. Well, this one's clearly been butchered by the MPAA because. Yeah, it was originally rated don't... X. I can't get the... I don't know about an unrated cut for this, but there has to be something. Right. But maybe the footage does not exist anymore. They could it it very well could, because that happened a lot in the 80s. That right. just went on the cutting room floor. And, but I, it's pretty obvious. There's not hardly any blood. The rape is not even shown at all. We just mm-hmm. get to see boob. So this being a Death Wish movie, you can tell there's a lot of restraint. There, I mean... There's almost no restraint in this, but when it comes to the violent level of rape and blood, it's not here. Not like the other films. It feels completely out of whack with that. Oh yeah, Mike, I you have to let me close this one out because okay, I, yeah, I please, ha- please do. Well, do you want me to give my rating first and then you? Can... No, no, you can go after me because I, I I I can't hold this. Okay, go ahead. I, this movie is fucking horrible, man. The writing is horrendous. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's no logic. There's no continuity. Right. I mean, this is practically a fucking cartoon. Oh, boy. Um, I don't think they had any technical advisors on set of this at all. Right. Because, A, the medical jargon was bullshit. 
Um, the way they use weapons, with my knowledge, is bullshit. Um, and everything. I mean, everything explodes. If a car runs into a car, it explodes. If a guy throws a grenade into a building, it explodes. Mm-hmm. If a guy throws a Molotov cocktail, which, by the way, what that is, people, is usually gasoline or a highly flammable substance in a glass bottle mm-hmm. with a rag shoved down it. And you light the rag on fire and then throw it. And when the bottle breaks... The flammable substance catches on fire and spreads everywhere. That's the whole purpose of it. It, it starts fires. Right. No. In Death Wish 3, motherfucker, if you throw a Molotov cocktail in, it explodes in a big fireball because oh. that's how it, everything fucking explodes in this. I'm surprised Charles Bronson didn't shoot somebody and they explode with his hand cannon. Uh, Maybe in movie, the unrated cut. This movie is fucking hysterical. I have not laughed this hard watching a film and memory. So you not did even laugh. comedies. Not even comedies. I laughed so fucking hard at this film. <laughs> I, not with it. At it. I had so much fun with this, though. This thing is an utter incompetent piece of shit film. But I had so much fun with it. Just, I laughed. So you laughed could watch so it again, hard. is what you're saying can i will mike <laughs> i this this right now like i i have to have two scores going on with this film this because oh, if, if this is a straightforward score rating yeah. this is a one this is one horrible so however worse than if i'm going even. oh my god so so much worse right like this should not even be called death wish but if I go off from my enjoyment level of this, yes. Oh my god, this is probably a four, four and a half, maybe even a five. This is four and a half at least. This is possibly a five because, oh my god, it's so incompetent and so ridiculous. I had so much fun just laughing at this. I will watch this again, mm. and not because it's Death Wish, not because of any of that, because it is so fucking funny to watch incompetent filmmaking do you think the girlfriend would appreciate watching it watching it with i don't know you? but she's she's gonna watch it oh <laughs> i uh, this is gonna be one of those ones where it's like honey you know how you always talk about those terrible films that i watch and you have to suffer through them i have one that's so much worse you have to see it it is so fucking funny and she is going to watch it oh and i guarantee she's gonna try and ignore it and be on facebook and whatnot and I'm going to be laughing fucking hysterically. <laughs> the DA standing there. Somebody's got to stand up to these criminals. I hate them. You're the fucking... What? You you defend these people. You get them off. What are you doing? Oh, she got Bronson off all right. <laughs> no, he didn't even seem interested. I have to go home. It's getting late. <laughs> 64. You... Jeopardy's on. Time to go, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you know that during that montage, in between in between that that two weeks worth of chicken dinners, because <laughs> that's the only thing she knows how to cook. Right, they took it to the next level. That's exactly what they Man, did. At, at, at two fucking weeks of eating chicken, I'm gonna be throwing that shit at her. Oh no, he liked the chicken. They they actually probably played hide the chicken in the bedroom. Well, he's 64 and she's 20, of course. And I'm sure at 64, he could probably still get it up. He was like a fucking stallion. All right, Mike, I have to know. I have to know. What did you think of this? I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. <laughs> I loved it. Um, 
the fact that Arbogast was in it really elevated it for me because I was like, wow, it's a throwback to Psycho. I could appreciate that. I love it immensely. Um, it's a five out of five again for me. <laughs> I can honestly somewhat agree with that one. <laughs> I can honestly thank you so much for this. This has made Death Wish Week completely worth it for me getting to watch this completely incompetent film. Oh, well, wait till we, wait this, till we get this. This is Winter Beast five. level bad. Really? Oh my god, if they are this bad, I am going to have so much fun. You mean you think from here on out four and five? I have no have, idea, but this... You okay. have no expectations. After the first one, I had no expectation. After the first one, I didn't really know what to expect. Right. I wasn't expecting a whole lot. Right. After the second one, I was actually looking forward to them. I was sitting there. I was like, okay, let's go with this. Mm. After this one, I have no expectations, but God, I just hope the incompetency continues because this... Well, no, because Michael this Winter's is done special. after this. We we get, uh, we you know we have other people directing four and five. Four and five are directed by two different people, so you know it can only go up from here in your book. I think. Uh, I don't know. Like on one hand, for an an actual film, of course it can go up. There's there's nowhere else it can go. Right. It is at the bottom of the fucking barrel. But for enjoyment, I don't know if it can get better than this. I really don't like just pure enjoyment level. Mm-hmm. Like, like at the end, and when we recap these, I think I have to do an enjoyment level yes. and like a competency level review. Mm-hmm. This one's probably going to take the cake. This is probably going to be like the best Death Wish movie ever. Oh boy. <laughs> Fucking Death Wish 3. What a piece of shit. <laughs> I disagree with your statement, but it's your statement and it's your opinion. I need some more gang members. Send me some more gang members. <laughs> Just ignore the fact that we killed your one guy ten minutes ago. <laughs> wow. 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 Broke blood vessels and they dislodged a clot. <laughs> it could totally happen. Like I said, bones are sharp. They have shards. The acoustic car explodes. Oh my god. <laughs> Charles Bronson shooting a grenade launcher in the same room. <laughs> oh shit. Alright, well, I guess that's now on to Thursday for Death Wish 4 the crackdown. Oh my god, please, I hope the director's on crack. <laughs> no, the, the guy that directed Death Wish for the Crackdown also directed um, Bronson in an earlier work from 1983 entitled Ten to Midnight. Which I is, love this fucking movie. Which is where we got the the classic, it's for jerk, jerking off, or no, jacking off, isn't it? Drop. Oh, oh my god. I never knew Charles Bronson was a comedic actor. I like how you can tell he didn't even give a fuck in this. (laughs) He didn't even try. We didn't even get a hint of acting in this one. (laughs) So you think he acted better in the first one? Oh my god. (laughs) At least he tried. 
at least, at least there was effort. And in the second one, there was hints there that, you know, at one point in time, Charles Bronson gave a fuck and was an actor. Mm-hmm. And this one, oh my God, I, I can't, I can't even, this, this fucking movie, uh, I, we have to, no, this is, we have to end here. I'm going to watch should, this again. We should do a commentary on this movie. Oh my, oh God. Oh my God. I'm, I'm a hundred percent behind that. Yes. You want to do a commentary on this movie? <laughs> Rabbit and Red presents Death Wish Three commentary. We should do that. Death Wish Three: The Incompetency. Because I would just love to do a commentary to see if you really do laugh through the entire fucking movie. Oh, oh my god! I I was starting to think because I wasn't getting a lot of sleep, just pounding these out and work and everything else. I was starting to think maybe it's just a sleep deprivation. Maybe there's some drugs in my Mountain Dew. No. This movie is fucking hysterical. I love it. I'm going to watch it again. (laughs) (laughs) All right, people, stay tuned for Thursday and the crackdown. And God, I hope they're as bad as this. (laughs) Oh, geez. Maybe you need to get some sleep.
That was horrible. 